Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues. I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life. The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing. This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle. Welcome to the show. This is the Mind Your Body podcast, episode number 31, why we benefit from guided support or coaching. So how are you doing? We haven't recorded for a few weeks. Yeah, I've been on vacation and training and I feel like I've been doing a lot, but it's been fun. Nice. Busy, but fun. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you were out of town too. Yep. We're having a good summer too. My youngest daughter is going to college. So we've been doing orientation and I'm taking her to Washington DC next week for her graduation trip. So it's been a lot of family stuff this summer. It's been really good. There's been no big turmoil things, you know, last summer (laughs) Ella broke her leg and it was just, you know, a big snafu and it's just, I really appreciate when it's smooth sailing. I, you know, I really take the time to appreciate that. That's good. Yeah. So good. And just the little things, like I, I hear myself saying that more these days where I'm like, it's the little things, but it really is. And appreciating what, like, like for instance, like the fact that it went, like you don't have any big snafus mm-hmm. and everybody's physical health is intact. Like, yeah, it's the little things, like the little Life things. Life is all the little things. Yeah. It really is. It's like how we talk about with coaching that our results are an accumulation of all the small in the moment choices. Well, mm-hmm. our life is a result of that. Yes. And when we overlook the beauty of small moments, even boring moments. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Right. I think people, they always associate boring with bad. And I'm like, no, it's good if we're able to like enjoy that. Like the fact that it's like, wow, nothing is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I was just sitting in, you know, I posted a video yesterday of Daisy laying in the chair, literally with her legs in the air, (laughs) stationary for however long. And I just thought, you know, this is a beautiful moment. There's nothing happening here. And this is so peaceful. And I love, you know, living in a home where I can just chill out for a few minutes and Mm -hmm. not be productive and frenetic every single second. And I think that's where we get ourselves into trouble. Yeah. We just, even when we're not actually on hyperdrive, our nervous system can't slow down. We're really locked into fight or flight. Most of the time. And I know I've lived much of my life there. So my work really is about intentionally slowing down. And, you know, I use the Headspace meditation app, which I love because it's got some guided meditations that you can use just when you're out walking. 
Mm-hmm. It's not just about sitting in a lotus position and, you know, belly breathing. Yeah, which I know. think a lot of, especially, I will speak for myself, but for a lot of people who have lived their life in the frenetic mode, mm-hmm. they cannot go from like, oh no, bam, bam, bam to like, Mm-mm. Lotus position in the mountains. Hmm. You no, know, and I, I no. always tell people I think that I would too. blast through the ceiling. Well, and the resistance, right? Like totally. for myself, like I had to almost like stepwise get to certain positions and I still don't totally enjoy just totally meditating without, you know, there being some sort of movement or, you know, I do like it at the end of a yoga practice more so, but again, like I don't know that it's natural for me to to just go right into it. Like, yeah. I think I need a progression personally. That's um, where I, I, the Headspace app is perfect for me because it awesome. is a guided And we're not thing. sponsored no. by them. That'd be great yeah. though. Hey, oh, yeah, that what's up? Yeah. What's up? Yeah, we'll include sure. that in there. <laughs> I'll tell you though, it's a game changer Yeah. because if you feel like, as I have for so long, that there can never be silence, like you can't drive without the radio or a podcast or something playing at you. You can't have any silent moments for my, I'll just speak for myself. I know that that was a fear of my subconscious lockbox, that there was stuff in there that was going to torment me or bug me Mm -hmm. that I was afraid of percolating up. And what's so interesting is when you allow space for little things to just kind of percolate to the surface as they come up, it's never as big of a deal. We give it power when we fear it. Yes. And when I allow things to kind of burble to the surface, like some little concern about my one of my daughters or whatever, something that's going on with a client, you know, let that kind of come to the surface. And then, oh, it's interesting. I come up with like a little idea Mm -hmm. and it's just no big deal. And I think that that's where being willing to just experiment with small moments of silence and not being over, we hide in busyness mm-hmm. and overactivity. And of course that's very much celebrated in mm-hmm. our culture. So I've totally deviated. Okay. There I went. <laughs> yes, there there I went. went. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's probably why we don't um, chit chat at the beginning is because I don't think, I don't think we're that great at chit chat. Um, I don't know. I think we just, we naturally deviate regardless. We do, but (laughs) yeah, we always find some philosophical topic. So yeah, that's funny. So what we wanted to talk about today is the importance and the benefits of guided support and or coaching, therapy, having a mentor, something like that. Um, And I do have a little bit of a selfish interest for wanting to talk about this today because my summer coaching program, six-week program, is launching on July 14th. It runs through August 25th. And that is a group coaching program. It will be a small group so if you are interested, please reach out and let me know because, you know, it's as, as we'll talk about today, I think some of the key tenets of good coaching is that you don't get lost in the shuffle. Yes. Right. Whether yeah. it's one-on-one coaching, obviously, but in a group situation, I don't know that you're going to get all the benefits of coaching if you're just a number. Right. Well, you have to take an active role in that. Sure. And and also, yeah, make sure that the group coaching is set up to where it's not 
so expansive that it really isn't personally yeah. targeting you. Yeah. Yeah, but the other, sure. I mean, but there's so many benefits of group coaching too. And I was even having a conversation last week about the importance of group therapy. I mean, it's so hard sometimes to get that many people in a room at the same time, mm-hmm. but it's so powerful when it happens. It really is. Because hearing stuff from other people, mm-hmm. sometimes, especially if they've been working with me and they've, you know, we've, we've done our work, but then they hear it from someone else and all of a sudden oh, light bulbs so, go off. I mean, it is so healing to know you're not the only one and that, yeah, dealing with something. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, that is half the battle. And having empathy with someone else currently going through a similar struggle you're going through, again, kind of helps us learn how to have that empathy for ourselves. That's so true. Because it's like, oh, I'm so hard on myself. And then you see someone else doing the same thing and you're like, Mm -hmm. man, I wish they would be less hard on themselves. And anyway, it just starts to connect those dots. It's funny that you say that because that's a tool that I use in my coaching all the time. If someone tells me about something that they feel ashamed of or, you know, feel regret about, I will ask them, okay, if I just told you that I had done the same thing, what would you say to me? Mm-hmm. And it is really interesting how they're able to see in real time how much empathy and understanding they have yes. when it, you know, it's not themselves, when they're able to be a little bit more objective. Yes. But they're also able to problem solve so much more strategically when it's not themselves. Yes. You're not kind of, it's not so close to you and you're not just kind of redlined, but, you know, again, kind of dialing it back, like why is coaching important when we really live in a society that, you know, really promotes that we figure things out on -hmm. our own, that we be self-reliant and self-sufficient. It's kind of that puritanical work ethic. Yep. Each man is an island unto himself. And I know that's the way I was raised is Mm -hmm. to be a strong person keep my emotions to myself Mm -hmm. and figure it out. Yep. Figure it out on your own. That it's, you're kind of weak to ask for help. And I know for myself as a new business owner, I was so reticent to reach out and ask for help because in this information age, Mm -hmm. all of the information and tools were right there. Yes. I knew I had all of the tools and all the information, but it really took, it took way too long for me to realize, okay, but I'm not doing it. Right. I have all the, you know, it's that gap between knowing and doing that's where guided support is so powerful. Yes. I mean, one of, one of the reasons, one of the reasons, but yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. If it were just about a knowledge problem, then yeah, you're right. We have so much knowledge that's Mm -hmm. accessible to us via the internet Yes, and everybody would have their crap together. But here's the thing, change happens in relationships. We are relational creatures. Our brain develops within relationships and it changes within relationships. And so Mm -hmm. we cannot like make significant changes in our life unless we already would have done it secret. We already would have changed Mm it um, without somebody guiding us or relational change happening in some capacity. You know, I, and I, uh, of course I agree with you, but it's taken me a long time to get here. You know, I've only been coaching for the past five years and I've only had coaches for about the past three years for myself. But prior to that, I would have told you that, well, you can't really trust people though. So if you're saying that I'm not going to be able to change unless it's within relationship, well, 
I'm screwed. That's, I guess that's too bad then because you can't, you know, if you yeah. have trauma that's basically, you know, wired your brain that you can't rely on people, mm-hmm. you can't trust people, people don't really have your back, that if they act like they care about you, there's some hidden agenda, yeah, hidden yeah. agenda, mm-hmm. right? And I know for myself that really held me back, not not only from not seeking coaching, but opening up with friendships, you know. Yeah. Well, and even in my own relationships. Yeah. And in my own journey, like it took me a couple therapists before I found a really good fit that I felt my mine was like, I don't think you can handle my problems. Like mine are mine significantly are too much or I'm too different or I'm too broken or whatever. I'm uniquely broken. Right. But I've never seen this before. Yeah. I didn't think they could handle me. Amen. That's that's a huge one. So I was like, yeah, Good luck, lady, like, or, yeah. you know, man out there or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm just, I For did not, sure. I did not believe that they could do anything with what I had. That's it. And I honestly, most people that come to me, for one-on-one coaching, I hear some version of that almost every time mm-hmm. that how is this not going to work? Mm-hmm. I can tell you an infinite number of ways that things don't work for right. me. Right. How is this not going to work? They are so skeptical. And and I get in front of that. I say, you can't, you don't trust me yet. But right. hopefully, you know, by the time they get to that point, you know, that they're actually working with me, we've had long conversations. Yes. You know, we have vetted one another to make sure that they at least have the sense that they will be able to trust me. Right. And, and that is so important. Well, and I also validate for people that if somebody trusts me out of the gate, that's not good. Right. Because it's healthy for us to take time yeah. to get to know each mm-hmm. other. And, and not that like, you know, obviously at some point there does need to be a building of no, trust. That's, but that's a good point. Being a healthy skeptic is important. Yes. Yeah. We can't just lay ourselves bare to all and sundry. Yes. Right. And I do think whenever we are, especially hiring someone to address something that has been longstanding and feels very vulnerable, we've got to do our homework. Yes. We really do. And we also have to know that there's a little bit of a trial period, right? We have to make sure this is a good fit. And I tell everyone who works with me that, you know, I bill on a monthly basis because I want you to choose me every month. I am not trying to lock anyone into some, you know, long-term contract Right. Right? Yeah. Because I want this to be consistently a yeah, really a good benefit and and for them to feel really cared for, like I am their soft landing place. Right. That I am their safe science lab mm-hmm. to help really start to unpack some of these things that they've been, you know, kind of picking at the surface at for a really long time, but never really figuring out. And, you know, I think that's one of the things is that we have to get to the point there often there's some pain point, mm-hmm. right? But I, I always ask in my consultation, like, what prompted you to finally reach out and schedule this consultation? Because right. there's usually a tipping point. Right. Don't I asked, you think? Yeah. Well, I, my question is why now? 
Why have, now? That's you've, good. You've tried all these other different things. That's good. They haven't worked, right? And even if yeah. it's like a mental health issue, usually people try stuff. Like if you're feeling depressed, you try this, you try that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, most people don't like the first bout of depression, you know, go immediately into therapy. So I always ask them, you know, why now? Mm-hmm. Why now of all yeah. times? Why no, not later? Why not before? Yeah. You know, why I now? mean, it, it, it really is important. And, and that's where, you know, we kind of I don't know if it's a cliche, but when we say sometimes rock bottom is our biggest gift and it's whether it's that pain point, a diagnosis, a point of, you know, massive frustration or a crisis of some sort, sometimes that is the catalyst we need to finally reach out. I know that's been the case for myself, but I think what we need to get really clear on is that while change is really, really hard, I mean, it is. Mm -hmm. Change is hard in any realm, but staying stuck is harder. It is. It totally is. And I think the other thing too, because I think people, it's funny because I think they're going to like kind of check out or be like, you know, this doesn't apply to me when we say hitting rock bottom for some people that are listening. Right. Because I have other clients that come in and I was talking about this with you. I I had a client even this morning that was describing how she didn't feel like she was like, bad enough off or worse enough off to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though she definitely had things to work through. But again, it was this mentality that you have to be at rock bottom Mm -hmm. or, you know, again, our brain is really good at denial and normalizing our problems. And even as she would talk about stuff, it was like, you know, she did some journaling and she's like, that was really hard to write. And I'm like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. stuff that like literally your brain does not even allow you to go to, Absolutely. you know, until she started writing. She's like, yep. Yeah. It's like touching out. the hot stove. Yeah. yeah and she was like, sure. and I loved her vulnerability and it was awesome. But you know, again, it reminded me of how mm-hmm. all of us, like, yeah, I have my own lives that I tell myself and that I have to, you know, that's why it's important for me to have mentors and people in my life that are always mm-hmm. just like, Hey lady. Yeah. No, that's a very good stuff. point that you definitely you know, don't have to be at rock bottom in order to seek support in whether it's guidance or whether it's just emotional support. And I, you know, that's a lot of what my group coaching offers is really that safe place to experiment and get feedback from other people and get cheerleaders that are saying, you know, helping us, you know, we always talk about the power of celebrating our wins. It's hard for us to see our wins. Yes. That's where we need one another. You know, I do this with my daughters all the time and they do it for me. Yeah. And it's just really interesting where, gosh, I wouldn't have identified that as a win. And Hannah will point out to me, mom, that was really neat that you know, you got that done or you did this kind thing for another person. Mm -hmm. Well, it seemed like a no big deal thing and I would be so quick to discount it. And that's what we do for ourselves. You know, we just don't give ourselves all of the credit, but kind of going a layer deeper though, when we, when we are hiring someone to resolve a longstanding issue, we also have to be careful that they are well-informed. Yes. Right? Because there are so many people out there that just have no business offering advice to anyone else. Right? Can we agree on that? Yes. And for multiple reasons. But yeah, there are a lot of people in this space that I wouldn't trust for multiple reasons. Um, I mean, one of the first things is like, do they do their own work? Do they practice what they preach and have a good Sometimes it can be hard to tell. That's the problem. Yeah. But well, and I think the things that I look for for myself, when it comes Mm -hmm. like a trustworthy human, Mm -hmm. I mean, I steal a lot from Brene Brown, but she talks about like, you know, do they have integrity? 
are they compassionate? Do they assume the best first instead of the worst? Like, right. and I think in general with a coach, just kind of summing all of that up is like, do they, do they help you see the hard stuff, but like in a compassionate way that you genuinely feel like they have your best interests at heart. Like we were right. talking about earlier without judgment, without if, if, if you feel shame yeah. with anyone, boy, that's a red flag. But here's, here's the way I tell and this is the way that I make sure that I'm putting, you know, a trustworthy face out there is that I pull back the curtain and share of myself. Mm-hmm. I do not pretend mm-hmm. to have everything in life figured out. Right. And that, that feels right. very vulnerable. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. because it would be so easy for me to be over here and just share my highlight reel and, and <laughs> let me you tell know, you about all the good stuff that I'm doing in my life. Right. And, how, and show yeah. you only the most beautiful meals, you know, mm-hmm. that I've filtered and, you know, then I don't show you the Ziploc bag of pork rinds that I munched down while I was driving to something because I didn't take the time to eat, whatever. Yeah. I am, I reveal enough of myself that I think that that really holds space for other people. I, I mean, I hear that from clients all the time. Well, vulnerability begets yes. vulnerability. That's it. That's yeah. it. Not all the time, but most of the time. I so know it's I a couldn't good, share yeah, with someone who wasn't real. Yeah. Like if I if I can't work with someone who I don't feel like is a real person, who yeah. is so high above me, they've got everything figured out, their life is almost shellacked. Yes. That, again, I'm not judging that person. I just know that they are not the right fit for me because I'm not going to be able to expose my less than shiny bits. That's Which so is true. what I need to work on. That's so true. You know, yes. and I know like, you know, there are lots of people that sign up for coaching with people who have tons of followers and they're popular right. and they have this body that, oh gosh, I would die to have that body. Well, that's not even your goal. Right. And that's not relevant to how, it's not how relevant. good of a coach they are, even though has so nothing, many people bite on that. It's like if they look like with it. they know what they're talking about, they know what, they, no, no. Or that they can understand how to yeah. connect and really have relationship with clients, which yeah. is the m- most important well, it factor. Is. It is. But in it, again, if you're trying to work with someone because they seem like, oh my gosh, they've, they've hacked the strategy to get where I think I want to be, but in reality, I'm really not interested in doing any of the things to get to that extreme place. Right. But but they're also working with 100, 200 people. Mm-hmm. What are you going to benefit from? I mean, how are you going to access that person and feel truly cared for? Right. It's so true. You know, be able to even have the time to open yourself to that person. And so that's where we just have to be really wise stewards of our own hearts yes. and say, yes, I am ready to finally start figuring this whatever thing out, mm-hmm. whether it's, again, whether it's a relationship issue, a mental health issue, a health and body issue, I'm finally ready to start figuring this thing out. But I need to be very smart about who I seek guidance from. Yes. It cannot just be from someone who looks the part. Yeah, or has all the degrees or, you know, no. whatever it is, right? Because people people can hide behind their degrees and the things they yeah. accomplish. Yeah. And unfortunately, and not to go too much into this because it's a different topic, but um, people tend to have what they call over-control 
um, can struggle or like with the extreme of over control or really just like seem to like basically have all their crap together all Mm -hmm. the time. Those types of people also have the largest struggles with human connection and relationship. Then I should be the best at human connection. (laughs) I am the, oh my gosh, I'm the must. You would be surprised because if you took this, if you took, I bet you would have you would have traits on both sides sure. because when I'm, I, I'm I did a very brief, brief okay. um, assessment, which I probably need further assessment, but I was slightly over-controlled and then like almost down the middle, like both. Yeah. So no, you'd be surprised. But anyway, but yeah, I think again, my whole point in that is like, just because people have their stuff together, it doesn't seem mean that they to have their seem stuff and together. That too. That's the um, difference. They might be gritting their teeth and, like, really, again, have great inhibition control, but that doesn't mean that they're good Mm -hmm. at helping you actually figure out not only, like, your health goals, but really what's underneath that and, like, helping you live a life that's worth living and enjoyable, which is I know what you do in your coaching and you dig deep and um, in a good way, like, in the ways that it's like, all right, we're going to actually, this is just going to be part of it, but this is going to enable you to be you and not to be a robot that, you know. Well, and it's so gratifying because, you know, I get feedback from past clients all the time. I stay in touch with all of my clients and I got a message from a woman who was in my spring coaching group last night. She's in Colorado right now with her family. And she sent me a picture of a meal from a restaurant that they were eating at. She, and she said, we walked to the restaurant, which we would have never done. She said, this whole trip would not have been possible. Had I not done the coaching group, just mm-hmm. in terms of her health or her energy levels, Everything. her mojo yeah. kind of thing, she's got her priorities straight. Mm-hmm. She's not trying to, you know, be a bikini fitness competitor. Right. She is a mom. She's a business owner. You know, she's a wife. Her family is her priority, but she wants her health, her energy, and to feel alive. She wants mental clarity. She's got all of the right reasons for passing on, you know, sane, healthy eating habits to her family. No, nothing dogmatic. Right. Right. That's, those are my people. Yes. Right. Those are my people. And I am not for everyone. Yeah. You know, if you're struggling with the last two pounds and you don't feel worthy, you know, that's, you're Jenny's people. You need to go to Jenny for real. You're Jenny's people. You yes. are my people. Yes. That's a different so much issue. Love for you. That is not a weight loss issue. That's not right. a health reclamation well, issue. Perfectionism, shame, worthiness. Yes. And, uh, and of stuff. course I do work on those things, but if you're truly committed to staying on the surface and that you, you just say, and I do, I have people that say, I just want a meal plan. I don't want to talk about, you know, what's driving my emotional eating. I don't want to talk about anything from the past. That's just not what I do. No, it's not what I do because I don't think that's the work that matters. Right. You know, it's so interesting the first week. So the, the coaching group that I do is six weeks in the first week, we don't talk about food at all. We were laying the groundwork. It's like creating the mindset for success. of letting go of perfection, letting go of on the wagon, off the wagon, kind of getting clear on your narrative, that kind of thing. What's so interesting is almost to a person, people lose weight in that first week. 
because they are starting to access other tools right. for self-emotional regulation, right. for self-soothing, yes. right? Yep. So it's about letting go of old weight without, you know, efforting it off your body. Yes. You and know, even releasing that tension and that stress it. of just that's holding it. all of that in. That it's like, an Ugh. emergency or a crisis. And, yes. you know, weight loss definitely happens in my coaching and in my coaching groups, but it is a side effect of the yeah. real work. Of it's the a real, side effect. Of the real underlying thing going it is. on. Mm-hmm. And yes, I, you know, we do pay attention to it. We don't talk numbers in the group. Mm-hmm. That's not helpful. Yeah, no, right? I, I'm grateful you no. know that. That's why I trust you. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that does not happen. No, because it's um, just not helpful. Like, it's no. not, and it's not what you're focusing on. No, and I'll tell you, you know, I work with remote clients around the country, and I definitely have clients who are not comfortable. It doesn't happen very often, but occasionally I have clients who are not comfortable sharing numbers with me. They will share changes, mm-hmm. you know, that they're down X number of pounds. Mm-hmm. But they don't, they're not comfortable sharing the overall. That's totally fine too. I want them to notice that their body is lovingly responding without Mm -hmm. hunger, without over restriction, Mm -hmm. loving the food they're eating. I want them to see, oh, well, look at that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, now we're back to focusing on the process, on the real work. Right. And I even, with my clients, I've had a few that come in and they're like, I lost 10 pounds. And I'm like, okay, I just, that is like, cool, but like, I just don't care. Like, I'm like, I love, I love that you're feeling good about that, but it's like, and not in a jerk way. Like, I'm just like, okay, that's cool. But like, I even had like a little girl do that because she struggles with Mm. emotional overeating. And I was like, you know, I know that you're excited about this, but I just want to let you know that that Mm -hmm. I am focused on other things. So how are you feeling about this? And we just, again, it was just re-averting it to like what I really think is, is important because I want her to learn that like, in no way at all, is this about how many pounds you're losing. This is absolutely about your relationship with food and how happy you are. And with yourself. And yourself. Rebuilding your self relationship worth. with yourself. I'm like, yeah, I, totally. you know, I am so uninterested yeah. in yeah. all the other stuff. Not from a jerk place, but just from a like, sure. that's not where, at yeah. least with my work, that's not where my, and I know not with your work either, but it just, that's not where the importance is. It's a side effect. It's not what we focus on. Right. I I will say, just because I do get into the strategy, the biochemistry with people, you know, looking at health markers, that kind of thing, that for, you know, I would say the majority of the people I work with, some level of healthy fat loss is important for their 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 health. health. It really is. is. And so I do want to keep an eye on that. That's not irrelevant. Yeah. To the work that I'm doing. Right. It's just, it has to be a side effect. Of course, you know, giving the scale all of this power yeah. and depending on what it says on a given day, we're either motivated or we're flattened. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to be careful of. Right. So, you know, and there I are lots of clients that, extreme, I, that I so. weigh backwards. Yeah. You know, they'll come into the gym and I'll do weights and Why measurements, weights? but they don't need to. They know that I've got, I've got this yeah, and that I will help adjust according to what I'm seeing to make sure, you know, that our, we have, we're on the same page in terms of their expectations and their goals. Yes. Right. So I'm, I'm not taking over their goals and saying, oh no, you don't get to care about weight loss. Right. No, that's sometimes that, that really does matter. But the key thing in terms of hiring a good coach of any kind is that, they're going to help you figure out what what are the big rocks. 
-hmm. What are the couple of things that are going to move the needle so that you don't get overwhelmed? Mm -hmm. They're going to help you kind of structure change in a way that fits into your actual daily life. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, and, you know, of course, we talked about that in the why diet programs don't work is that we're kind of taught that with any change, Mm -hmm. you're either all in or you're off the rails. Right. Right. Whether it's business, relationships, exercise, diet, Mm -hmm. that making gentle changes that are realistic and sustainable, and that doesn't really count. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, by the way, that's the only thing that's that works. The really, only it's true literally change. the only thing that works. And what's amazing is that change happens faster than you think. Yeah. You know, we have this image that if we're not going all in from the get go, that it will be months before we see any benefit, and that's not the case with anything. Literally, the act of asking for help and getting it—oh my gosh, like. There's so much freedom and healing Mm -hmm. that happens from releasing that clenched sense of I'm an island unto myself. Yes, and that I've got to figure all this out on my own and keep it together and pretend like and I'll never figure it out. Pretend like everything's okay in the process, right? And that going back to the benefits of doing some of this work in a group is that you see, oh my gosh, I'm not that unique. Right. These little, all of these myriad little issues that I've been so ashamed of, oh my gosh, like everyone in this group is talking about the same thing. Right. Whether it's emotional eating, whether it's, you know, eating something you hadn't planned on when you're out with friends, whatever, not wanting to go to the gym. You know, I have so many people say to me how guilty they feel that they don't love exercise. (laughs) I just laugh and laugh and laugh. I'm like... You know, we, you, you can get to the point where your brain associates really good feelings with exercise because you love how it makes you feel, mm-hmm. you know, and if you figure out things that you like to do, like we, we've talked about, but in the beginning when things are awkward and you don't know what you're doing, no one loves that. Right. <laughs> no one loves that transitional. No one loves that. Yeah. Right. And that's yep. where we have to start small and. You know, this is where having support and small group support, I think, can be really powerful. So I think we need to wrap this up. But if you are interested in this summer coaching program, again, it launches on July 14th. That's a Sunday and runs through August 25th. You know, it's it's not going to take up your whole week. It's about a half hour a day and then one hour on two days where we do live coaching um, reach out to me, you know, ask for more information. We are putting a link in the show notes where you can go get more information. It's $197 for six weeks. I'll just put it out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody always likes to hide their price. Yeah. Just yeah. throw it out there. No, it's a great it's, deal. It's a great deal. Yeah. You know, especially for what you're getting. And again, you can go look at testimonials, look at my Facebook page and see what other people who have been through it are saying. And there's, you know, lots of returning clients. Mm-hmm. People who have been in past coaching groups who just kind of want to have the experience again. It's not that they didn't get what they could out of it, but they really like the support. Right. They like the group part of it. They like the group part of it. it is helpful to have Mm -hmm. group and community in this. Yeah. Yeah. So So, that's great. So anyway, you know, I love doing it and I put my heart and soul into it because I do care, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's 
that's something you're not going to find everywhere. I'm not tooting my own horn. That's just a fact. Yeah. You know, I'm a very, very empathetic person and I wouldn't do this work. I would go back to being a librarian because I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. I would, if, if I didn't care as much as I do about helping people get their mojo back. Right. So. Right. That's true. And I don't just, you know, support any people in this or any person in this field. Like I'm very particular about who I advocate for. And even in my process of hiring, man, I've interviewed a lot of people and been very picky about it. And I'm so grateful to have the great staff that I have. But again, I've known you for years and you are trustworthy and awesome. Yeah, we bonded, we bonded that first day and we've been basically talking (laughs) ever since. Yeah. So yeah, and I know her as a human too. So I'm like, I just know that you practice what you preach. And you're not a perfect human just like me. We are imperfect humans, but we really, our passion lies here. This is not about, I mean, the money energy is great from an energy standpoint, but it's not about money. It's not about status. Like we love doing this work. So yeah, I, I don't think either of us are millionaires or what? even headed that direction <laughs> anytime soon. No, no. You know, what we need to do is sell supplements and weight loss products. Right. We're right? totally missing the boat. I know. We're totally winky, missing winky out. Face. I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. We're here to sell the real deal, which means sometimes we're not actually going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just, that's it's okay because, the, you know, this is what makes our life worth living. Right. And we feel connected and we feel part of something bigger than ourselves, which to me, that's that's what life is about. It's invaluable. It and really I, is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm close to people that I hear them talk about not feeling purpose in their life yes. and they make lots of money and they are still not happy. So anyway, I, I just, I know yeah. that, yeah, there's so much more to this life than yep, for sure. For sure. Stuff, so. Well, thanks for listening. If you, if you have questions, please reach out and we will talk to you next time. Yeah. Until then. One last thing, if you'd like to connect with Lisa or I, you can check us out on Facebook at the Mind Your Body Podcast Facebook page, or you can learn more about Lisa at primaltransformations.com or me at somawichita.com. That's S-O-M-A wichita.com. I also host another podcast called the Yellow Brick Therapy Podcast, all about psychology and therapy topics. So if you have an interest in that as well, go check it out and we can dive deeper into psychology. Otherwise, please subscribe, leave us feedback, or show us support by liking our Facebook page. We love to be connected with you, and we've loved all of the emails and support that we've received so far. So feel free to shoot us a message as, again, we would love to connect with you. Until next time, take care.